Claxby Hill. We had a very long, we made Norwegian style sledging. Let's go and find her. Where are you going, Master? For a drink. Okay, you guys want anything else? Three bus beers and some ginger in mine, please. Six shots of giggle water. Eat, oh, great, huh? This snake juice is basically rat poison. Spent my whole life right here in Lackawanna County. Drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! <laughs> Snake So, in pure doctor and lawyer fashion, mm -hmm. um... We talked extensively about Marvel. I was called a cynic because I thought some of the more recent Marvel projects were not that great and some were outright bad. I go to the theater for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I walk out with nothing but glowing praise and say, all of you need to watch this right this second. And then the people <laughs> who called me a cynic put it off. And I have been waiting anxiously, disappointedly, heartbrokenly <laughs> for, <laughs> to be clear, 87 you, years. You and I had our disagreements during the Marvel Phase 4 recap. I saw it opening night. Yes. And sat twiddling my fingers together. Waiting for Alex to get back to you because you knew I would love it. <laughs> uh, no, I had honestly kind of written off talking Marvel. <laughs> and after that point, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. If, if I said, if I walked up with two 4Ks in my hand and I said, this one is Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and this is the multiverse of quantum mania Wakanda forever madness. Eternally. Pick one. I would say those are never. never They're not mind. even in the same <laughs> league. They are. I would say I don't have a 4K Blu-ray player. <laughs> this does nothing for me. <laughs> Doesn't have and a download also comes code with in the Blu-ray in the box. <laughs> Can I put it on movies anywhere? How do I get this onto my iPad? How do I get it on my iPad? What, is it not in the ecosystem already? I'm actually pretty sure that my iPad has a higher resolution than my television. <laughs> to be honest, <sighs> I bet your your phone. It would not to rabbit trail too far, but. For most people, your phone is the best screen in your house. For a lot of people, I, th so. yeah, I, th I think it is uh, like above 4K resolution. I, Williams, anyway, Williams had his same television for 15 years now. So I walk out of the theater after you all have written me off. You've written me off as a Marvel hater, even though I said, no, I just like good movies and these haven't been good. And I walk out of Guardians of the Three. The Guardians Whoa. of the Three. Whatever. <laughs> it meant what I knew. Uh, <laughs> I'm calling it that from now on. I walk on. out of the theater of Guardians 3 singing its praises, begging you to come to the church of, of Gun, and you all make me wait. And this is the cruelest punishment <laughs> that you could put on me. We have Magic Month, a whole month dedicated to... A franchise that's long since over. <laughs> no. No, we have to wait for Guardians 3. I wanted to watch it. And the rest of them were like, no, don't. He does not deserve to have this satisfaction. <laughs> the rest of them. The rest don't of them you, would be coded. Don't you do this. Don't you do this. I trusted you, Dallas. You were like a brother to me. If I miss opening night with William... The magic of going to the movies to see it is gone. And then it was just, I don't want to go see it by my old sad self and sit in an old sad theater <laughs> with people who don't even care. I'm sorry. Aren't you married? Have you heard of Date Night? Yeah, but that's not a movie that we would go see as a date. I don't, maybe, I don't know. We would go see Ninja Turtles, not that. You need to <laughs> raise your standards, sir. We would see things like Ninja Turtles. Michelle opted out of Marvel two episodes <laughs> mm -hmm. into Falcon and the Winter Soldier after she saw a really bad therapist, much like how I can't watch legal dramas. Like, she was just like, I'm done. <laughs> well, yeah. 
You showed her Falcon and the Winter Soldier. She watched Soldier. WandaVision. I hated she, that one. She watched WandaVision, liked WandaVision, although the bad... She saw the theme of everyone has poor mental health coming, and she was like, I'm out. Like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so, and since I am no longer in college, and most of my friends are far flown across the country... With children, with children, with children. <laughs> if Michelle doesn't want to go see it, I'm not seeing it in theaters. Like that's just kind of how it works. And to be honest, I've made my opinions about Guardians very clear over multiple episodes. I was thoroughly <laughs> whelmed by the first one, and I was less than whelmed, except for Kurt Russell's face <laughs> on the side of a planet, which is all I wanted out of Guardians 2 in the <laughs> second one. <laughs> you mean to tell me that as Baby Groot dances around while they fight giant battery-eating monsters, you were just whelmed? Or less than whelmed. That that's rich coming from the guy who will call out merchandising opportunities at the f- drop of a hat in just like commercial place. I resemble that <laughs> remark. Thank you very much. <laughs> like, yeah, I do, but I also love good story writing, and that was hilarious. So the thing about now the I am Groot series on Disney Plus. That might be a cash grab. It was adorable. <laughs> I think we found his Achilles. You're not heel. wrong. Like they finally figured out a combination that got him. As <laughs> Allie and I have been trying to pack to move our apartment to our new house, it, we have 17 boxes of baby group figurines, <laughs> and I just don't know what to do, what to do with them. I can't. I can't give them to Goodwill. There's a reason I don't buy Funko Pops because I know if I buy one, I will have forty seven thousand before too long. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yup. I know Wait, how I am. Do you all collect Funko Pops, William? Do I know? And there's there's a very strategic reason why I do not because I know it's a gateway drug. <laughs> I. I <laughs> Because I have looked at some of the, I'm going to say it, get your bingo cards ready. <laughs> I've looked at some of the Harry Potter Funko Pops, okay? Oh, and I feel I like it would be a real a easy there. step <laughs> into some of my favorite Marvel characters. Or, like, Kristen's got all of the Golden Girls <laughs> as Funko Pop characters. Like, there's... It's, well, I mean, you, that's you only just, four Golden Girls, right? Well, she's got the Golden Girls three and or four? Uh, Golden girls. Wesley... But and Buttercup and Inigo Montoya, like it's it is a slippery slope that I've already. I don't think you know what that word means. What what you don't understand is is that me and William come from a a family in which the Great Depression era uh, tendency to hoard (laughs) became genetic. Became genetic. Yeah. And Michelle is looking at you going, Why are you so sentimental? Looking at me going, Why are you so sentimental about everything? Like, why do you want to keep everything? (laughs) So, because Kleenex was used in the law exam (laughs) that I passed. I blame toys. And it helped me get through it. All I need is a healthy ovum and I can clone myself in the future. (laughs) And so, Part of the reason I don't do physical media anymore is that I had to cut myself off at certain things. (laughs) Fine. I I feel that. But um, Alex will have to rent a U-Haul truck for his baby. (laughs) That's that's what we're hearing specifically for his dear listener. That was a complete fabrication, but I may need a U-Haul just for my 4K (laughs) Mandalorian is coming to Steelbook and I'm very close to being a hypocrite. Just saying, just saying. I don't want you to be a hypocrite. I want to convert you. I don't want you to be a hypocrite. I want (laughs) to convert you. So, just saying. But, all right. So, after months of protesting and poking and prodding and making fun of you all, because the Marvel hater... What I believe was a drunken rage at 1230 at one point was just... It was was completely sober, which was the sad thing. (laughs) That was was the sad thing. And there was a little actual real frustration in there that it was like... Hmm, what are we going to record an episode on? And I went, Guardians 3! Uh, I don't care. What do you mean 
you don't care. <laughs> I just, I can't go. I, the magic isn't there. Michelle doesn't want to see it. I don't have my boyfriend with me. Okay, well, I loved it, and I want to talk that about it. That is real cute. Anytime we go record, <laughs> Allie's like, go say hi to your boyfriends for me. And I say, I will. And I love, the, I love you. I love each of you. Yes. <laughs> I love you guys, too. When my oh, parents hear this part of the oh, episode, man. they're going to be a slight bit concerned, and then I'm going to have to call them and explain that that is satire. But... <laughs> And when I have lunch with him, I will tell them it is not. <laughs> Mrs. Christian, I love your son. What did we talk about? And your daughter-in-law. May I have your permission to marry them both? <laughs> well, Mrs. Christian, let me make it easier. I'm also having the same conversation with Murphy's parents to marry both yeah. their sons and the their wives. The compound's almost done being built. They'll be safe and fine. Is Blackberry L8 our Jonestown Kool-Aid? Because if so, I rescind my request for more. I... Uh, don't open the package that is coming to your house on Tuesday. What we're talking about earlier about James Gunn having... Hey, James Gunn having no, no, no. He's changing tendencies. His... I think it's rubbing off. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why I just like his movies. Uh, now that I have forced two of you to watch it, and now that William and I get to gush about it, which of you prisoners wants to go first? Because you're <laughs> in here with me. They also have the f the freshest eyes. Oh yes, this Cody <laughs> watched it yesterday. Dallas watched it. Today, yeah. I rewatched it uh, last week and was in tears again. So I, I wasn't ready. Like I went to see it with Zach Zach Hacker. Hey, Zach Hacker, he's a bingo card. <laughs> he needs to finish the bingo card. And and I I distinctly remember crying three solid rounds in the movie theater uh -huh. and it's and just guess what all three of them came back in full force <sighs> we watched with friends and uh the husband said i i just don't want to cry in front of you and i said tenant it's okay because i'll be crying in front of you too <laughs> and i did so <laughs> we just we, we just gonna gloss over the fact that the dude's name's tenant Tenant with an N. Double N. Well, yeah, obviously there's an N. Two N's in the front, one in between, you know. Are you married to the protagonist? I'm confused. <laughs> well, she anyway. certainly thinks she's the protagonist, but uh, I, I tend to agree with her, you know. So I, I, I'll, because she's I have great. the tendency to monologue more than Dallas, so I'll just get my stuff out of the way. <laughs> um, my fundamental issue with the Guardians franchise has been so going back to 2014. It came out in August of 2014. I did not see it until November of that year. And until, until later that November at the Lynchburg Dollar Theater of all places. And that place, let, uh, me, let me add some color commentary for mm -hmm. Cody here. It was so bad that the seats were like disintegrating and they got the reason they could do dollar movies is that they got their movies late and they got damaged reels. So you would have missing <laughs> sprockets. And so you'd watch the film you, jump a little bit. You there was do dust not and slander the good. You do it not slander the good name of the Lynchburg. No, no, no. Lynchburg I would never. I would never. Cause you and I went many times together and it was a dollar. It's like going to McDonald's and getting a dollar drink or a dollar fry. It's phenomenal. The reason I love The Man from Uncle is because I saw it in the Lynchburg Dollar Theater and it looked like a 1960s movie and it was perfect. I loved it so <laughs> because much. Because they haven't <laughs> updated their technology since the 1960s. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was perfect. I, I saw it during my Thanksgiving break before my first year of law school finals, my first ever law school finals. And it was the one like thing I did for myself for fun during that time. I was studying constantly. And for three and a half solid months, I was told it was the best thing since Star Wars. And I watched it and I went, 
that was good. It was not the best thing since Star Wars. Meanwhile, I watched it at Regal up the road where it was $7 and also thought it was the best thing since Star Wars. It, it was it was not the best thing since Star Wars. Star Wars is the best thing since Star Wars. But <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Andor would and the Book of Boba Fett would like to have a word with you because they would disagree. Uh, you would... Star Wars has yet to be the best thing since Star Wars. We're, we're going to set that one aside for another day. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad. Under- I'm sorry. I'm lashing out. I'm sorry. I need to apologize. <laughs> this is just me mad at you for making me wait nine years. We're going to turn him into a Marvel villain if we're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> this is his origin story. I am the spot. You made me this. <laughs> That's a reference to another Marvel movie. When Guardians 2 came out, it was the beginning of, I would call, phase one of my Marvel fatigue between the Guardians 2. Phase one of fatigue. (laughs) Phase one of fatigue. I I know. I know. (laughs) Phase one of Marvel fatigue. Because by I was starting to get a little bored with Marvel in that era of like post-Civil War, pre-Black Panther Marvel, where it was like Doctor Strange... Um, Guardians 2. Those were the dark Spider- times, yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming during when Phase 3 was just turning Thor them the out. the Dark World. No, uh, no, this is post-Thor <laughs> of the Dark World. This is post-Thor of the Dark World. Um, I was starting to get a little bored. And then Marvel, for me, came roaring back with Black Panther. Was that a Panther pun? Roaring back? <laughs> Meowing back. <laughs> pun retroactively intended. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> So both Guardians caught you at a bad time. Like I just Guardians one. I was like, it was fine. It was good. But like I walked out of there going, that was nothing but expositionary dialogue and quips. Like (laughs) that was it. I think you need to rewatch that because Eh. Guardians two was was like the best thing since Star Wars was a step. Guardians two was a step (laughs) down. I will say. Guardians one did the the soundtrack on Guardians one was by far the best is by far the best of all three movies by far the best of all uh, three movies. the Beastie Boys would like a word with you now <laughs> I'm sorry Luga Chaka <laughs> is such an earworm I you can't top that the uh up until Guardians three my favorite version of the Guardians was an Infinity War the one where they completely disregarded James Gunn's decisions and completely ignored how he portrayed the characters frankly after chris pratt did what he did in infinity war i wanted him to stay dead like i wanted him to stay dead at the end of that movie (laughs) ouch (laughs) yeah because james gunn didn't have any say in how the russo brothers handled the guardians with that being said two things started to win me over to the guardians and that was the coaster at Epcot, that thing slaps real hard. It was real great. <laughs> I've I've broken Cody. I infected him with the word slaps. I said if it the roller the coaster slaps while you're on it. Evacuate immediately. Great coaster. The Imagineers know what they're doing. They send it through <laughs> and they Ah, I got slapped. That was fun. <laughs> it it very much felt like you were in space because it's an inside dark roller coaster. It, it very much it the illusion of it. Oh, it was great. And then the Guardians holiday special uh, because yes. the thing that warms my heart is intense acts of friendship, intense acts of loyalty, and intense acts of kidnappings of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, he is a national treasure. I believe that all three of you would kidnap Kevin Bacon in order to make me happy. Oh, like yes. that is- and now that I know where he lives, thanks to that holiday special, it's getting way easier. Shut up, Kevin. Did you know that that was actually um, uh, Dave Crowder's house? Yeah. Like David Crowder, the Christian singer? Yeah. That was his house. <laughs> like sloppy wet versus unforeseen yes. David Crowder? Yes. That was yes. his house. His house yeah. looks did the not most know. Kevin Bacon-ish. Even more than Kevin Bacon's <laughs> exactly. own house. Exactly. That's why they picked it. Yeah, that's why they what picked it. What does a Kevin Bacon house look like? Six de- oh my gosh. Now we've got an even easier inroad to Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> David Crowder. Right. 
<laughs> I will say Guardians 3, I had made the decision that I'm not going to see everything Marvel. And Guardians 3 was on the list of miss. That that was you going to be the thing. Take like it was right because now. of my prior history with the Guardians franchise and the fact that Chris Pratt, like Chris Pratt dying was one of my favorite portrayals of the Guardians franchise. I I was that was gonna be on the list of things to miss. If James Gunn killing off characters is your vibe, you absolutely need to watch the Suicide Squad. That you're gonna love it. You're gonna <laughs> One love of the it. taglines was "Don't get attached." <laughs> so that was in the marketing of the movie. <laughs> with up, that being, you're gonna love it. <laughs> with that being said, I kind of walked into the movie a little grumpily. Kind of felt like I, really? yeah, in the first really? forty-five minutes, I'm just like. Okay, okay, I I see I see where where they're going here and tell, they're going to tell Alex what happened in the first 45 minutes of this movie, Cody. <sighs> um what is it? I, I am uh very much was very much blanking what is in the first 45 minutes compared to <laughs> no! the rest of the movie. Cody, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, conf- I'm confused now too. <laughs> I was at Dallas's house. You were 45 minutes into the movie and you FaceTimed me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. That's what I was referring to. And I was just like, I, I feel nothing. I, He's I like, feel- I, I, I know I'm supposed to be emotional in these parts. I just, I feel, I'm like, oh my, really? What? And then he finally let slip that he was 45 minutes into the movie. I was like, oh my gosh, finish the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. And I'm just going to say, I think everything worked for the best (laughs) with James Gunn's firing. What? Because. You're not taking this the way I thought this was going to (laughs) go. Because Disney apologized, gave them the time he needed. It was the best CGI in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, hands down. In the in the post endgame world. I, I said this before. I think the actions were blocked beautifully. It was shot beautifully. I was impressed that uh, Star-Lord and Gamora didn't get back together in some weird contrived fashion that he was able to like let her go. And I was impressed that they let that happen. And I think the villain, I mean, he was another like monomaniacal Ooh take over the universe, you know, create the perfect the utopian best society. villain we've had since Thanos. Like, he, he's or, another, yes, he's in that trope, but he was terrifying. And if there's one thing, like, Thanos killed half the universe, but I think most, it, it's like the Voldemort Umbridge comparison. If people hate Umbridge more because I think he was crueler and what better way to show the cruelty of a guy than making him abuse animals. You said the magic word! (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Paul Rubens. (laughs) (laughs) And I I was it is not, is it my favorite Marvel movie? No. That will forever, ever, 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 ever be enshrined as Captain America Winter Soldier. Like, that is my number one. I don't think anything will top it, ever. But... Okay. As far... It is definitely in my top 20 of the Marvel films, which were Guardians movies. That says a lot for me. Now, when you sent your screenshots, that's top 20 all Marvel projects, not just movies, for the record. I've been classifying the Disney Plus shows as five-hour movies, in my opinion. <laughs> like, fair. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think I put Guardians 3 as actually 14. Wow. And, I mean, when you think there's Infinity War and Endgame ahead of that, both Captain there's, America movies, I mean, like, there's, there's some solid choices ahead of it. We got Winter Soldier, Endgame, Black Panther, Infinity War, Captain America 1, Avengers, No Way Home, Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire, WandaVision, Far From Home, Holiday Special, Guardians Volume 3. 
I th- I'm s- debating whether or not Holiday Special goes above or below Volume Three because it has I Kevin mean, Bacon in it. How can yeah. I not love it more? Everything's <laughs> like, better with bacon. <laughs> Everything's yeah, better with bacon. True. So I mean, uh, Cody, what what is your numerical grade? Your score for Guardians Three? I'm. I don't want to make you happy. That's the thing. Oh, don't worry. N- nine out of ten. <laughs> nine out of ten. All right. Nine out and of ten. Wow. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put your face. No, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna not gonna rub your face. <laughs> um, do you still resent me for pleading with you to watch this movie? I'm gonna ask Alice the same question. I do not resent you. Yes. All right, then that's the the only that is the true win right there. Dallas, what are your thoughts? Since I've watched it today, <laughs> it's still <laughs> fresh in my mind. Uh the eternal I, procrastinator. <laughs> you're not wrong. I time just slipped away. We were hanging out last night. Me and William were hanging out last night. And I was like, I've got plenty of time to watch this. And I was like, oh, I've got a training tomorrow and a birthday party. I don't know. Now I don't know when I'm going to have to manufacture time somehow to make this happen. And somehow <laughs> it is. But I really liked it. I thought it was a fantastic one. But I also like the Guardians. Like, I've never not liked the Guardians. I think it is a cool... I like it as a separate thing from the rest of Marvel. Mm, it's almost not okay. even really a superhero thing because like they don't really have powers. It's just sci-fi stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more I get based that. on them being aliens than yeah. getting some sort of superpower. Yeah. And they're not outside of like the few times that they have made their worlds collide. They're going off and just doing other stuff in space with other people and having adventures. Yeah. And I like that. I almost wish it was not attached to the MCU and just yeah. its own. Agreed. Thing. Agreed. Because I like just, it's just a cool bunch of friends going on a cool romp figuring out life together and also maybe stealing things and then saving <laughs> kids some people so you got people who have magic space powers flying through space going on space adventures a few people trying to steal a couple things here and there that almost sounds like it's the best thing since <laughs> oh no since star wars it's the best things in star wars <laughs> There's oh a, no! <laughs> there's a tall guy that nobody can understand except for like a handful of them. That's uh-huh. co-pilot. <laughs> there's a scoundrel. There's. I mean, it's basically the Avengers in space. <laughs> it's the Avengers in space. There's a one-to-one parallel with all of the all of the Guardians D- with like. Did you say daddy issues? By the way, Dallas. Yes, <laughs> because that's <laughs> accurate as well. Right. Yeah. It's all okay. <laughs> so you already had a predisposition to enjoy Guardians. I did. As a I franchise. just put it off because I I missed it in the day one. And if so, you're not going with your boyfriend, then, then I'm where's the allure go. in that? <laughs> And then it came out, but like (laughs) other stuff was going on. Like I can't watch things until like my daughter's asleep. And by then I have reached a stage in my life where I have accepted that I'm, I'm an old man. And so if I, (laughs) if I just look at the runtime and it's over two hours, it makes me tired just looking at the time. It doesn't even matter what it is. So I looked and I was like, two and a half hours. I'm already tired and it's 10 o'clock in the day. So it was just finding the time to watch it and it just kept slipping away. And you would bring it up and I would forget it existed until you would bring it up. I'm like, oh yeah, I should watch that. And then I would immediately forget it after I stopped looking at those messages. I see how little I, I am the third most important husband in this marriage. (laughs) It's the fact, like if you put something behind the Mm. milk in the refrigerator, it no longer exists. I will only know it's there when it starts to smell. If it's not in front of me, I forget that it's there anymore. Object permanence is generally developed around what? Four or five? I missed those. Dallas has never developed uh, during that time. Months old. I'm left-handed, <laughs> and so I think that may have something to do with... You're left-handed? I, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, I am. What? You're saying this like, oh, I didn't know that you had, you know, <laughs> oh, cancer. I have this. I have this oh. Twice now. <laughs> twice. It wasn't even on my bingo card. <laughs> but it is now. Twice. Uh, I have this whole theory about left-handed people that maybe maybe we could do an episode about them being left-handed. <laughs> oh, it's the chaos that would reign. <laughs> so you just forgot about it because I I'm forgot not about it yeah. to you. Okay, and I, got it. That's cool. why I was. I would start it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot. He likes this," and I would turn it off, and I unsubscribe <laughs> from my Disney Plus account. <laughs> and then I forgot Bluey was on there, and I was like, "Ah, I gotta get it back." Get Blue yeah. back. Dang it. Bluey greater than Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Honestly, kind of. Bluey greater than MCU since, since the Endgame? Yes. I I believe so. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Since Endgame, yeah. I've I've gotten very tired of not of the MCU is like I feel like they're doing a bad job. It's just so much that I feel like the bridge yep. is sagging in the middle for me a little bit. Like it's it's a lot to keep juggling everything and you know like Thanos was a big bad and it was it what's this getting to I don't really feel like they have that this time it's just throwing stuff out there like there's not one mm, person that yeah. I'm like oh here it's all coming I don't know I think multiverse is kind of lazy but that's just me and yeah. this this came around and man it was first off it was dark this was a dark movie. Yeah. Yeah. The yep. whole time. <laughs> yep. It just stayed dark. And but it was dark with glimmers of light all through it that that kept yep. me going. I did think that sometimes it was jarring how fast they went from very dark, immediately a joke, without any sort of lead up to it that kind of felt weird. Like we just watched a whole bunch of animals die. Weird joke. And then move on, and so like that was kind of jarring. But aside from that, like that was a that was a good run. So same two questions to you: numerical score, and do you resent me for making you watch it? <laughs> I I was gonna say eight point five, but since Cody gave it a nine, maybe that that is more of what I meant. I mean, I like there's no ten. I know for how me. you ten feel. Is perfection, but, right? Right. So for me, an an eight point five was probably a a Cody nine or higher, because I really enjoyed it. It was is it something wow. that it's attached to the MCU? So for me, that kind of brings it down a little yeah. bit. Yeah, because it's not like a thing where I'll be like, I'll go back and rewatch that because on its own, it's this cool thing. The rest of it kind of sucks the air out of it a little bit because I know it's attached to other things that may deflate it in the future. I don't know, mm. but yeah. I I. I, but other than that, it was very, very good. Yes. I loved every minute of it. All right. And uh, do I resent you? I do. Uh, and I for the rest <laughs> of my life. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm glad Written I watched out it. of the will. <laughs> the other two husbands get everything that Dallas. They do. Uh, all of my gets. gold. Yeah. The fun fact is, I'm writing the wills. <gasps> Can I'm you put writing me back the in will. there now, Cody? Can you put me back in the, mm. the four husband will? <laughs> It's, this is getting uh, weird. Are we going to David Letterman this thing? Like, it's gotten to the point where it's like, oh, this is a little weird now, but no, we're just going to keep this going is the until it gets funny like again. Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon have a feud, in air quotes. We have a marriage, in air quotes. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only for this episode, and it'll probably never come up. John Oliver had a running bit where he just, like, absolutely crushes over Adam Driver, and it just started to just get a little weird. It was borderline (laughs) sexual harassment, yeah. Borderline. (laughs) But, yeah, the more I think about it, the more it won me over. Yes. (laughs) All right. Now, William, my, my compatriot, my, my friend in this battle my ally my consigliere i want your thoughts you don't have to sell it to him anymore (laughs) that one tickled a little bit the consigliere consigliere. yeah yeah (laughs) i'm gonna make these other two husbands an offer they can't refuse watch guardians of the galaxy 3 or i'm gonna be very upset for a very long time you know was there a question in this, or was it just? No, no, no. That was just a. That was just a bit. That was just a bit. Just a. It did not land. 
I so I went to see it uh, a day after opening night, I think, because opening night kind of fell through. And I think, uh, Zach, somebody may have been sick or something. Yeah. And we were like, well, let's do it the next night. And then Dallas couldn't do it the next night. And he was like, I bless you to go see this. Go. I didn't know you were the Pope, Dallas. It's a side thing. Congrats. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little side hustle. You know, hustle culture. Yeah. If only oh, you guys boy. watch Deep Space Nine. <laughs> That's another uh, conversation. <laughs> I, the the amount of I can't watch it. I'm watching Deep Space Nine. The amount of time it took you to go through that. Don't, I don't no 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 uh, no no. Don't uh, remind me because I'm I'm now at a point where I'm at peace with him. Uh, if you remind me of the fact that a 20 year old B level <laughs> TV show took precedence oh. over the best thing oh. since Star Wars. <laughs> I gotta oh. poke a little bit. I gotta poke oh. a little bit, Cody. I gotta poke and prod. It's I gotta poke and prod. Me and Cody are meeting up on Tuesday, so you can give me the VHSs of all those, <laughs> so I can watch them next. I would. Okay, Dallas. Now, now I'm going to start looking at eBay for VHS tapes of old Deep Space Nine episodes from that era because I kind of want them now. Thanks of a lot, course, Dallas. Of course you are. No, just buy Funko Pops. It's safer. It's safer. I had to poke and prod a little bit, but yes, the number of times that I heard. I can't watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because I'm still on season two of Deep Space Nine and there's 28 years of Deep Space Nine. <laughs> I managed to finish, thank God for getting sick this week because I managed to finish the series at long last. <laughs> thank God for getting sick. You're getting to that point in your life where you're like, huh. It was like vomiting my brains out got me out of this thing. Yes. <laughs> this is where everyone everyone bails on you, William. You still go. Thoughts. Except Zach Hacker. Zach Hacker is always there for you. Always. We love you, Zach. <laughs> Bingo. For he, movies. Movies. He, Just for he's movies. The num- he's the number five off screen. <laughs> like William just whistled an arrow into my heart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I see this movie and tears tears were definitely shed. Now granted, I've also also on Thursday cried thrice for my daughter starting school and she hasn't even started school yet. We just went to open house. So, I'm in a state of life right now where I mean, sometimes I get in a mood and I just go to YouTube for military reunions, for uh, <laughs> deaf people getting cochlear implants, and for people who are colorblind and putting on those colorblind glasses. It's just, it's just the world. I just love it so much. It's just this is the man who had an I, emotional I, connection to Thor Love and Thunder, so I expected nothing less. Yes, yes. I a Taylor Swift song recently made me cry, and I think I'm becoming a Swifty. It's there's <laughs> there's change afoot here. So I go into this. I knew it was heavy because all of the initial like reactions to it, uh, and sure enough, it was. I thought it was very very good, but it's one of those movies that I I don't know that I'll be able to just throw it on to have a good time. Because it was it was good because it hit all of the right emotional beats. There was a ticking clock set off right at the beginning that really kind of held attention over the entire thing. Uh, highlights of the movie, uh, Rocket's backstory and the emotion there, mm-hmm. uh, the performance of the the main villain, Wolf. The that one continuous hallway fight scene at the oh, end, the oneer, it just the ones I when the camera like panned through a bullet hole of that one creature as it was falling, I mm, chef's beautiful kiss. chef's kiss. It when you got to the end, I was happy that everyone lived when I walked out of the movie. But there were so many times where I'm like, this would pack even emotional punch, more more emotional punch if that character who was in Mortal Peril would have, would have died. Oh, that one was in Mortal Peril. They should have died. Chris Pratt should have died. Star-Lord should have died. Yeah, when I saw his face get real big, I was like, oh, that dude is dead. dead. He should have died six years ago, but that's just me. <laughs> it was like, 
<laughs> watching a war movie and seeing somebody bleed out like it was it was not just a oh, goodbye sweet world die like it was a oh they suffered oh and i'm watching it oh and the camera is still on them like it turned my stomach i'm like what a way to go and then they you know adam warlock was just did the whole like touch the finger sistine chapel yeah yes brought him back in and his face just deflated and he was i'm like that sucked me out of it a little bit yeah i'm gonna lie yeah Yeah, i forgot about that hey that's how i felt about ant-man quantumania i don't have to win you just have to lose i don't care if both of us you know lose they were supposed to kill off ant-man and they didn't so ant-man was worse than Guardians 3. That is something that, like, having so much money riding on all of these characters mm-hmm. and, like, needing to milk it for as much as you can yeah. is problematic. Yeah. Because you can't kill them yeah. off because then you can't make money off of them anymore. And I don't like it. Like, it was so, it was so impactful when Nat died. When Gamora died. Like, because... Because like there was body language, and I am Iron Man. Favorite, yes. Is I that that one definitely sucked me out of it. I would probably go with Dallas and give it an eight and a half. Well, I can't ask you the same question. I know you don't resent me because <laughs> I saw well, it for you. Did. Sorry, you yeah. resent me for other reasons, but definitely not <laughs> not because of this. I know that you all rag on me here and there. Because I am the movie critic, the <laughs> bougie guy, right? <laughs> so the way I described it offline is that I evaluate movies in two different ways. I even said this uh, in our previous episode where we talked about James Gunn's legacy and what's going ahead. But I have to evaluate certain movies in their on their own merit, right? And then I have to say, what is the surrounding context of this movie? And the so like when you look at Marvel on the whole, there's a lot of movies that are good because they are contextual within the Marvel franchise, right? Then there are movies that are just good because they're good movies. This is that latter camp. This is a good movie because it's a good movie and it stands up on its own. You all have touched on everything else that I want to talk about, right? You know, like it's it had great action, great music, great direction, good writing, good comedy. There are certain things that's like, okay, maybe Kevin Feige's like, please don't kill these people. Like I need them for my money grab. At the end of the day, James Gunn made the most heartfelt, touching movie to date. And so I my ranking for The Marvel movies is very simple for my top three. Iron Man, because it is the one that started it all. It holds up all this time later. Number two, sorry, I'm going to go number three, is Infinity War plus Endgame, because you can't watch them separately. They are one whole story. I mean, they were were initially part one and part two. Right. That's part of the problem, is that it is one continuous story. But number two is Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It is certainly the best third movie of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, Civil War is just Avengers light, so I agree. I mean, Civil War is... I I have my... I have... Civil War is low on my list with Captain America movies. Just, just, just... But it's really high as an Avengers movie. If they just renamed it Avengers (laughs) Civil War, I'd be a lot happier. (laughs) Like... (laughs) All of that to say, though, walking out of the theater, I felt like Allie and I have come to the conclusion that for a movie to even be considered a good movie, I have to feel something. It has to make me feel something because I've walked out of movies and gone, I feel nothing. You know, I don't care. This one made me care. <laughs> I, I do want to ask you. And and I've I've thought about this. Do I since... resent myself? I do so much. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, since your since your initial reactions came in in our group chat. Yes. Do you feel like, or would you consider that there may have been the opposite of what happens for Cody and Guardians, with your current opinions of the MCU, opinions of 
superhero fatigue. You were getting burnt out. We're considering not going to things. You were, were like, it's it's all a big cash grab. It's all. Mm. And then you kind of were begrudgingly dragged into them. And you had a precedence of liking the Guardians before appreciating what James Gunn does. So you that got your so butt in the seat. This, I think, solidified my overarching thought process. If the reviews are overwhelmingly just I, I, I a good movie is a good movie regardless of where it exists right and it's I, how can i really compare oppenheimer to guardians they're they're apples and oranges right but a good movie is a good movie at the end of the day so did it revitalize my passion for marvel <sighs> that's to be determined because Unfortunately, this is one director's vision for one franchise. It's to be determined. Does it mean that I have hope for better movies going forward? I I hope and pray that Disney learned the right lessons here. You know, Warner Brothers learned the wrong lessons when Barbie came out. And they're like, well, we got to green light the Polly Pocket franchise and they did because they just <laughs> completely misunderstood what made it a good movie and it was they, it was randall park that had said yes it's about a toy but you're getting the wrong message yeah don't green light other movies about toys give women the spotlight so i, I it, it wasn't I necessarily a, guardians 3 is that it wasn't necessarily about like hope for the future. It's just Cody w- went in with super high expectations, heard that this movie was phenomenal. And because he went in expecting the best things in Star Wars, he didn't get it. Coming from a, I don't know where I stand with Marvel. All the recent stuff has been kind of, and it exceeded maybe what you were expecting. Uh, that's not entirely it. I have been going. I have been seeing. I've been watching. and. There would be a few movies that we've watched, and when I experience them with you all, you all are generally positive about them because you all are great influences in my life, and you're happy, optimistic people. And then I go rewatch it, <laughs> and I go, that was dog water. This is one that on rewatch, I went, that was a good movie. I'm so happy that I dragged Cody kicking and screaming into mm-hmm. it. And that you came out on the other side enjoying it. I do have something to ask you guys. Like, this was a violent movie. Yeah. It almost, there were times where I'm like, is this too violent for a Marvel Disney mo- like movie? No, because Disney is the reason that Marvel has been pansified. <laughs> they, they weren't children's movies. Iron Man literally mercs like eight terrorists who are holding women and children at gunpoint. It started really awesome. And what happened? It just became milk toast, boring movies. I mean, Jeff and Annie and community even say those boring, uninspired Marvel movies. You know, I I got to side with them. (laughs) I'm going to have to partially disagree with you kind of sort of i have a big problem with when superhero there is a way to make superhero properties using like that pixar formula magic appealing to everybody um appealing to everybody because at the end of the day with superhero films it's the kids buying the toys. It's the kids buying, reading the comics. Those are the ones that Marvel and DC should never forget. It should not be people our age that these movies cater to. I disagree. It, it is good movies should these be good movies. movies. If Good movies should be good movies. But when it comes to the superhero genre, we all got into it when we were children. And I just hope that they never forget the kids. They they never forget the kids. It's why As Michael Jordan I, would say, "F them kids. I don't care. Make a good movie." The only <laughs> the only reason why I I even tolerated Deadpool is because of the inexorable charm of Ryan Reynolds. Like just if it was anyone other than Ryan Reynolds, I probably would not have liked Deadpool. 
um, they probably would not have liked Deadpool. Just never forget the kids on these things. Now, that might mean that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is more adult-oriented and Marvel needs to find a new project to win over the kids. But I fear oftentimes with these franchises and with these properties, they're they're constantly appealing to our age because we're the age that's spending money on it. That we're, we're the age that's spending money on it. And that's not how you win new generations. No, you win new generations by making good movies, not by spaghettifying John Krasinski. See, violent, equally violent, <laughs> pops his head. Ooh, no, I didn't hear any of you all asking like, about that before. Well, like the blood, like the there were parts of Doctor Strange. I'm like, that does that does not appeal to kids like that should not be. That should yeah, not be. They were definitely kids, but, leaning horror movie. But like when Gamora just straight up shoots that chick in the leg and there's like a bullet hole. That's when I was like, hmm, we have this is different. They also dropped the F-bomb in there. It's PG-13. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like it, it pushed this, like it fit the yeah. mold of the story, but like we have escalated. So I'm glad that the two of you do not resent me. That was my main <laughs> concern. My resentment for you two has subsided, I guess. <laughs> but if you've made it this far and you're still here, thank you. Uh, we hope that we see you around in our little hangout more often. And there's a few ways to do that. Uh, first of all, we hope that you subscribe on whatever podcast subscription service you have. And then come check us out on Twitter, Facebook. We've got a really great Facebook group called The Pub, app, uh, very appropriately named. That was supposed to be a placeholder name until we found out something more witty and it just kind of ran with it. <laughs> it's, fact, it's appropriate. It. <laughs> you know, it's a doctor, a lawyer, a pilot, a professor, and all of our friends walking into our local haunt. So thank you all for listening. And, uh, you know, I think I'm going to settle up with Tom, the bartender, uh, because I, I invited you all here, forced you to watch my, <laughs> my silly space movie. Um, but yeah, uh, if you're, if you're listening, this has been a doctor and a lawyer walk into a bar. My name's Alex. I'm William. I'm Dallas. I'm a guardian of the frickin' galaxy. Only he didn't use frickin'. <laughs> and we will catch you all next week. Are you kidding? I'm working. All right, I'll be right there. And grab the movie. Go, go, go. Thank <laughs> you.